0: What's up creepy cats welcome to a new episode of ew that's creepy big trigger warning for this entire episode because we are talking about encounters with succubus and incubus demons Melissa will start by telling Jackie about the origins of the succubus before sharing a few different stories of them please be aware that this episode will heavily discuss sexual assault listener discretion is advised
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We are talking about some spooky stuff this week. We are back on the paranormal and definitely some listeners discretion for this one because we're going to be talking about incubus and succubus stories.
0: Mm-hmm. Not safe for work, people.
1: No, no, no
0: putting that disclaimer up there right now. So
1: definitely listen like with headphones in alone. Yeah.
0: And if this isn't your vibe, if you don't like the demonic shit, then that's fine too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you don't like demon talk or anything like this gets sexual. So we'll just say that if that's not your bag, we totally understand.
0: Yeah. Not that demonic sex is anyone's bag, but yeah,
1: it's just obviously triggering for many, many people. So
0: Yep. Many trigger warnings already up. So I'm going to start. I will tell Jackie about what I'll tell her about some succubus encounters. And first,
1: can I just say I always think of that freaking Candace Long from Investigation Discovery being like she was a succubus look it up people (laughs) from (laughs) deadly women she says that one time and like oh my god there's that picture of her we're gonna have to put it as like the picture for this episode i
0: know what you're talking about i love candace so much same look it up people okay we're definitely making that the picture right so uh yeah what is a succubus let's just start with that (laughs) candace she said look it up so i'll tell you what i looked up (laughs) A succubus is a demon in the form of a female who is known to seduce males while they are dreaming, typically through sexual encounters. Um, there's, you know, a male counterpart that does the same thing, which is an incubus that Jackie's going to discuss, and stories of these demons go as far back as biblical times, and it's kind of like one of those things where in every religion, as horrible as it is, there's some sort of demon that is related to sex. So, ew. Yeah. So this is a succubus, but people say, you know, like the succubus can also be like the, um, have other names and other cultures, but it kind of represents the same sort of figure of, um, it's typically portrayed as a woman who is attractive or, She's very pretty and young, but there's something wrong with her. Like, she will have demon wings or have claws or a tail. Creepy. Sometimes, like, in media, she's even portrayed as a woman with, you know, huge breasts and being very kind of, (laughs) sexy and devilish and stuff like that. But that is just the portrayal in the media. The stories are obviously not like that at all. And let me just read. Okay, I know people can have their opinions about Wikipedia and whatever, but I found this quote about the origins of the succubus, and it was, like, way too much for me to just try and summarize. So (laughs) I'm just going to read the straight quote, and I will link it. Thanks, Wiki. I'll link it. So, quote, As depicted in the Jewish mystical treaties Zohar in the medieval (laughs) rabbinical text alphabet of Bensarah, Lilith was Adam's first wife who later became a succubus. She left Adam and refused to return to the Garden of Eden after she mated with the archangel Samael. There were four succubi who mated with the archangel. They were four origin queens of the demons. None their names. Uh, A succubus may take the form of a beautiful young girl, but closer inspection may reveal deformities of her body, such as bird-like claws or a serpentine tail. Folklore also describes the act of cunnilingus on their vulvas, which drip with urine and other fluids. Ew! And later, folklore, a succubus also took the form of a siren. End quote. I don't like that. (laughs) I know! I was like, oh, what the fuck? It got really... That's gross. Yeah, it got really disgusting quick. I was like, what the hell? I thought this was just... At first, it's describing them almost like anime characters with huge breasts, and then Wikipedia gives me that. Ew. Gross. So, other articles describe the succubus. They basically all say that she came from Lilith, who was, you know, Adam's first wife that didn't come back to the Garden of Eden. Hmm. So, yeah, she mated with this archangel, and she became a succubus. And so they say that the succubus and the incubus demons work together in this little scheme, and the purpose of having sexual intercourse with the victim is so that the succubus will take the semen from a male victim and then give the semen to an incubus. The incubus will then have sex with a female victim and use that semen to impregnate her, thus having a demonic child. That's a lot. I know.
1: Geez, I wasn't expecting all this. I,
0: I, yeah, I'm gonna have to put a lot of triggers in that intro. Yep. It's typically believed that demons and entities cannot reproduce, so that's, like, why they kind of have to do this and why, you know, they can't just, like, do it themselves. (laughs) That's why they kind of have to do this horrible thing using humans. Wikipedia also points out that it's unknown why male semen would create a demonic entity if placed into a human female but most likely it's something that the demons do with it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) There's surprisingly some debate in the church regarding the logistics of how a female could get pregnant through these methods, but you guys can research that and make up your own decisions. (laughs) Um, But let's just get into some cases, because that was a freaking lot, and I didn't expect the research to be that horrible. Oh, and let me just point in, I'll say one more thing is that from a medical and scientific standpoint, um, succubus and incubus encounters are often thought to be like sleep paralysis or schizophrenia or some sort of hallucinations. And people also like to point out that succubus encounters and alien encounters are often sometimes like described as being very similar to creepy.
1: I don't like that with aliens. (laughs)
0: Aliens freak me out with all their weird body experimenting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I agree. And this is similar, so creepy as hell. <laughs> so, case one. This is a haunting that Ed and Lorraine Warren were involved in. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, this is the Smurl family haunting. It's really famous. you probably heard of it. And it's in West Pittstown, Pennsylvania. What? I swear to God, all the ghost shit is in Ohio and Pennsylvania. I don't remember this one. Yeah. But so, um, this is in 1985 and so, well, so the Smurls, they bought this home and it was a husband named Jack and his wife named Janet. They had twin daughters, Shannon and Karen, and then two more daughters, Dawn and Heather. And so they lived in this house and it was a duplex. And on the other side, Jack's parents lived on the other side. So, it was nice because the girls were going to have their grandparents and everything like that. But, you know, nothing is as good as it seems. (laughs) So, they bought this house and pretty early things started to happen. And this story is so long and really creepy as hell. There was a movie about it, you know, everything like that. So, I'm just going to, as briefly as I can go over it, give you just like the main bullet points. So... Yeah, because I don't just want to tell you the succubus encounter because it won't really make sense if I don't Yeah, real quick tell you the whole thing. So, yeah, they moved into this house and the grandparents were living on one side. The family were living on the other side. And small things started to happen just like the toilet was flushing on its own and pipes were leaking and they would patch it up. And then the next day it would come back and be leaking again and they couldn't find an explanation for it. There was a permanent stain that was found on the carpet that, again, they would continue to clean and it would continue to come back. It'd be annoying as hell.
1: Yeah, that would piss me off.
0: And then, of course, things were getting more physical. They could hear footsteps moving around the house at night. Long scratches were found on the wood and around the bathroom. I think in, like, the sink and in the tub. Scratches that were, like, claws radios were turned on when they were unplugged and one daughter don told her parents that she saw floating people in her room at night oh that's so creepy horrifying things got even worse when the family started to notice a vile smell around the house and they couldn't find a source What <laughs> horrible Ew. as the years went on things were just becoming worse and worse Jack and Janet, they would hear this abusive fighting from next door in this obscene language as if it was, like, Jack's parents next door. But they could tell that it wasn't them, by the way, they were yelling at each other. So, and they would look over, you know, kind of peek over to the other side, and they weren't fighting. But then when they would go back on their side, they would hear it. And then the house would be ice cold. No furnaces or the heat would work, and they would all just be freezing. And then, as time progressed, Jack started to feel hands caressing him, and he could not see where they were coming from, and he knew it wasn't Janet, his wife. So things are just continuing to spiral and just get worse and worse. Um, let me let me know if you guys want me to do just a whole episode based on this. So. One night while Jack and Janet were having sex, Janet was violently pulled off of Jack and thrown onto the ground. And Jack was paralyzed while lying onto the bed. Oh my Lord. I know. They didn't have PTSD. Then yeah. Sex. As things continued to escalate, Jack and Janet decided to reach out to Ed and Lorraine Warren. So the Warrens came and did an investigation they had a nurse and psychic and did their whole thing. They determined that there were, in fact, evil entities in the home, including a demon. And all of these entities and the demon were preying upon the daughters and the family as they moved into this home. And as the daughters kind of went through puberty and things like that and were getting vulnerable. Ew. Disgusting. That's disgusting! 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 <laughs> During the Warrens' time with the Smarrell family, the hauntings got even worse, kind of as they typically do. <laughs> yeah, as usual. Yep. Jack even told the, War- the Warrens one morning that he had been raped by a succubus the night before. Oh, my. And Jack said he saw a beautiful young woman who changed into a scaly old woman with red eyes and a green mouth and gums. Ugh. Literally, that's like The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. Later in the investigation, Janet also told the Warrens that she had been sexually assaulted by an incubus and heard pig noises coming through the walls.
1: That is straight-up
0: demonic. Like, literally just saying that, like, I felt a chill good on my spine. Same. Side. And sadly, after attempting a failed... After attempting, attempting a failed exorcism <laughs> with experienced priests, one of the daughters, Dawn, was also sexually assaulted by an incubus oh, in the whoa. home. Yeah. So it's like, the more they're trying to do this stuff, the more that everyone is just getting attacked now. And these... It's just failing. It's really sad. Like, the priests are trying to help at this point, but nothing's really helping. It's like Ed and Lorraine kind of just made everything freaking worse. (laughs) Brought chaos. Jack and daughter Mary would later show bite marks on their skin as well after another failed exorcism attempt. And so um, the activity continued to increase. Janet could feel hands coming from inside the mattress, grabbing towards her. (sighs) I could never sleep. And sadly, Jack was repeatedly raped by a succubus again. Oh my god. So finally, there was a third exorcism, which failed. It was like, it seemed like it worked, and a few months of quiet went by, and then they realized that it didn't work, and it failed. So they did a fourth exorcism, and that finally seemed like the demon had left. So... Like, that was seriously 10 minutes of what could have been an hour story, so let me know if you guys want that entire wow. story, but... I kind of do. Okay, I'll do an episode on it. Let's
1: cover Ed and Lorraine's stories soon.
0: Yeah. That one is just so creepy, because it's like... The, the whole... pig noises? <sighs> and the whole family experienced this, like... Horrific. As... And they were all basically assaulted. It's so horrible yeah. and sad. Like, ew. Oh. That house? Oh, my God
1: burn it to the ground I'm sick just don't sick my...
0: burn it to the ground <laughs> <laughs> if I would see that house <laughs> I have a bunny mask on now right <laughs> and I found two cases it was from the industrial psychiatry journal and it was like three different individuals who did an entire case study on succubus encounters and just if they could be explained medically it was actually a really good article I'll link it. Read it. <laughs> Read it everyone. The first case discussed an eighteen year old male and he had no history of mental illness and his family did not have a history of mel- mental illness either. It seems like out of the blue he kind of just had these weird experiences and in total it lasted three years. Oh wow. I know. Not just some little thing, not not just a phase. <laughs> And this young male started to experience paranoia, his self-care and his hygiene really declined, and he was experiencing socio-occupational dysfunction, which Google said is a significant lack of functioning in major areas of life, like work and personal relationships. He basically just stopped taking care of himself and was acting just kind of strange, And what was really odd was that when he was taken in to see psychiatrists and stuff, he had told them that he was having really odd experiences at night and that he would go to sleep and he could feel the experience of having an attractive female touch his private regions. And this caressing of sorts would continue until this individual would, you know. Finish. mm Mm-hmm. Thank you. I couldn't think of a word. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So clearly it wasn't just like he could feel a slight touch and was thinking, is this happening? It was something that was recurring on and on. And he said that he could feel it going on. And each time this happened, the patient would wake up and he would feel guilty and kind of ashamed of what had happened the night before because he said he couldn't control it, which is sad. Yeah, that's... Ew. Yeah, it's sad and it's very scary thinking that could happen. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He said he wasn't initiating this, and he told doctors that he didn't want this to happen. And one or two times during the attack, he would wake up right after, and he would continue to feel incredibly scared. Like, he didn't think that. It was just somehow a dream. He thought that it was really happening. He then told doctors that he strongly believed a witch was causing this entire thing to happen but he couldn't really give a description or say like why he thought that he just said that it had to have been a witch (laughs) and of course doctors ran a bunch of tests on the patient's body and his mental state but they could not confirm that the individual had insomnia, night terrors sleep paralysis, narcolepsy anything so they were kind of like that's weird we thought that maybe something would be going on there and there was also no liver problems, thyroid problems, brain abnormalities, anything like that. The only diagnosis that doctors really come up with was the possibility of schizophrenia. So they gave the young man a medication called Aripiprazole. Like that. Okay. Uh, Like that, which it's, it's just a medication that's diagnosed to people with schizophrenia. And since he started on the medication, the patient did not have any further experiences.
1: Oh, hmm. okay. Seems like that.
0: So that is good, but he still said at the end of it that he really didn't know if it was the illness. Like he he wouldn't say for sure. Like yeah, I, w- I think it was the illness. Looking back on it, and that's what I experienced. Like he didn't say that. He still thought that it, there was a possibility that it could have been real and that really happened to him.
1: Could have been something creepy. Mhm.
0: So in that same article by Industrial Psychiatry Journal, there's another case, case two. Is about a 24 year old man. So also a young man. And he started to have some really strange experiences. In this case study. They they said that he actively used cannabis. But that. I don't think the cannabis affected. This. I don't know why they, they threw it. I don't know. But. So they just said that. So I'll throw it in there. He was in school at the time. I think he was in college. And. During his doctor's visits, they described him as ill-kept and untidy, but he didn't appear to have any disorders or anything like that. Either way, this young man, he started to experience nightly occurrences that were really odd, and he started to hear a female voice who he recognized as being one of his teachers, and she would confess her love to him.
1: What? That's crazy.
0: Yeah. He also began to experience physical sensations. So at night he would be asleep and typically alone and he would hear, you know, he would hear her voice and he would experience arousal and she, he claimed that he heard the voice of his teacher saying that she was causing all of this and saying that she loved him. (laughs) And so, yeah, he was having these experiences and now he was being touched and things like that. You know what I'm saying? And he told doctors and psychiatrists that he couldn't physically explain what was going on, but he knew it was his teacher who was doing it. Like he strongly believed that. That's so strange. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said that he didn't enjoy what was going on, but, um, you know, like he was just really shocked by this and he was so kind of scared of what was going on. He stopped going to school so he wouldn't have to see that teacher. And he kind of just became homebound, which was sad. Mm -hmm. Similar to the first case, there were a lot of tests that were ran for his mental health. And it came back, you know, that they couldn't find anything. So, again, they started to give him a medication for schizophrenia. And at first, he wasn't really experiencing relief, but they tried a couple different ones. And they said at the end of the case study that they were able to find a medication for schizophrenia that was used and he now is not experiencing any more occurrences
1: okay kind of seems like schizophrenia could play a part in this
0: yeah it definitely does it definitely does but you know those are two experiences i thought they were interesting because those were people who really believed that you know they were having these encounters and they never had any experiences prior to that yeah so they're saying it's schizophrenia but then also at the same time it's like i don't know (laughs) no it probably is but last case this one is really quick and gave next to zero information (laughs) but this is on liveabout.com an article written by steven wagner and this is a young man's encounter with the succubus this happened in 2012 in bakersfield california there was a young man named Ethan who was either still in high school or in college. The article didn't say which, but the young man came home from work or from school and he had a lot of homework to do. So he did it and he was pretty tired. He went to bed and then Ethan was asleep and he started to have a terrible dream that a demon was in his home and trying to get into his room. (laughs) Oh yes. When the demon was finally able to get into his room, Ethan sprung awake and out of this dream with a strange ringing noise in his head. Even though he was awake, Ethan felt that this demon was it was behind the bed holding his body down so that he could not move and so that it could talk to him. Oh my god. He tried to free his arms and legs in a struggle, but he heard a demonic laugh and the article said it was neither high-pitched or deep-sounding. It was like not of this world. Ew, I hate that. Ethan then heard the demon yell to him soon and released him. <laughs> he woke up in a panic expecting, you know, a demon to actually be in his room, but everything was the same. But Ethan said that his dogs were outside the door barking and scratching, like freaking out and trying to get to him. When Ethan went to the bathroom, he noticed his eyes were red and bloodshot and which was very unusual for him. He never had another encounter with the demonic entity, but he shared his story, believing firmly that it was a succubus that, that visited him and was giving him a warning. And that's that story.
1: Oh, God. And that's my episode. I, I don't was like
0: Ed. that. I know. That was crazy. I know. I that. definitely want that whole Ed and Lorraine Warren one. I'll give you that, because there is so much on that one, and it is so freaking creepy. There were so many stories, like... Ugh, it's just disgusting.
1: Yeah, I'm... Ew, that is so gross. I couldn't imagine.
0: I know, the fact that it happened to the entire house, like, the entire house just has this disgusting energy.
1: I know. How many times have we said disgusting in this episode? So many, but that's really the only word that describes it. Ew, that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Basically.
0: Well thanks for hanging in there yeah let us know if you guys want more demonic stuff like this let us know for sure we're gonna do that ed and lorraine one let us know your fave ed and lorraine case
1: and if you're not following us on instagram follow us it's
0: ew that's creepy all
1: right we will see you guys next time and i will be talking about some incubus stories
0: ew that's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) all right we will see you next time bye bye Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast, or send us an email at ew, that's creepy podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.